This holy man fought to the death for the law of his God and did not fear the words of the godless, for he was built on solid rock. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace for our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and with your spirit. I'm making my annual retreat this week, so my homilies will be brief because I'm just not taking time to, to work on those as I'm focusing on my retreat, but uh, we'll see what we can get for you. Today's Mass is offered for the deceased members of the Kalchik family, and so we join all of uh, them in our prayers. Uh, we celebrate Feast of a Martyr today, St. Apollinaris. Uh, was a bishop uh, uh, in the first century, um, appointed uh, by, uh, as the tradition holds, by St. Peter to be the Bishop of Ravenna. And he himself uh, was a martyr. He suffered uh, numerous exiles and tortures under the Roman emperors Claudius and uh, Vespasian, uh, ultimately uh, being put to death for the faith. Um, and so let us begin our celebration with a moment of reflection, looking at our daily lives for those moments of grace, uh, those moments when God has blessed us. Let us give thanks for his gifts. Same time we recognize we are sinners. And so let us seek forgiveness from our Heavenly Father. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead first at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Direct your faithful Lord in the way of eternal salvation which the bishop, St. Apollinaris, showed by his teaching in martyrdom and grant through his intercession that we may so persevere in keeping your commandments as to merit being crowned with him. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Hear what the Lord says. Arise, present your plea before the mountains and let the hills hear your voice. Hear, O mountains, the plea of the Lord. Pay attention, O foundations of the earth, for the Lord has a plea against his people as he enters into trial with Israel. O my people, what have I done to you? Or how have I worried you? Answer me. For I brought you up from the land of Egypt, from the place of slavery I released you, and I sent before you Moses, Aram, and Miriam. With what shall I come before the Lord and bow before the Lord Most High? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with myriad streams of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my crime, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? You have been told, O oh man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you, only to do the right and to love goodness 
and to walk humbly with your God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm response. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Gather my faithful ones before me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, for your burnt offerings are before me always. I take from your house no bullock, no goat, no goats out of your fold. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Why do you recite my statutes and profess my covenant with your mouth, though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you? To the upright I will show the saving power of God. When you do these things, shall I be deaf to it? Or do you think that I am like yourself? I will correct you by drawing them up before your eyes. The one that offers praise as a sacrifice glorifies me. And to that one goes the right way, that I will show the salvation of God. To the upright, I will show the saving power of God. <clears throat> alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. If today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. Jesus said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah, the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the hearts of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And there's something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will arise with this generation and condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And there's something greater than Solomon here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. About uh, 40, 45 years ago, there was a, a play that became very popular. Uh, it was called Steam Bath. Um, it was set in a uh, kind of a Turkish bathhouse, a, a steam bath, steam room, uh, set in New York City. Uh, and it was populated with a strange cast of characters. 
um, uh, A, it was co-ed, and those steam baths were never co-ed. Um, but they came from a variety of different backgrounds, uh, different circumstances, uh, and it was very unusual because all of them uh, just suddenly appeared in the steam. Um, and the one thing they remember was something drastic happening before it. And they're trying to figure out where they are and how they got there. They start telling their own stories and all their stories uh, seem to, to come to uh, the same conclusion no matter what it was that was happening. Um, the last memory any of them have before showing up in the steam room uh, was a terrible accident happening or a, a sudden violent health condition occurring. Uh, as they're telling their stories, we realize just what this steam bath is and how they got there. They got there by dying. Um, it turns out this steam room uh, was not a Turkish bathhouse, uh, but rather it was kind of the ante room to getting into heaven. Uh, they had all just died, and they're all trying to make this figure out which way are they going to go. Kind of two entrances to the room. One goes up, and one goes down. Um, there's one other character. Uh, he is of short stature. Um, the, the version I saw, he had a little mustache and goatee. And unlike them, he was not wrapped in a towel, but was fully clothed. He was the, the attendant, the guy handing out towels, and he had this mop and bucket and was always cleaning up when he wasn't sitting at his desk or table with the towels. His name was Jesus. He was from Puerto Rico. New York City has a large Puerto Rican population, so it was not a great surprise. And as they're trying to, they're telling their stories and trying to figure out where they are and how they got there, uh, they're asking him and, uh, and he tells them who he is. Uh, he is Jesus, but he was more commonly referred to not by his Spanish pronunciation, but by his English pronunciation. This was Jesus. Uh, and they didn't believe him. And they spent the biggest part of this play, and it's a comedy, um, uh, asking him for a sign. Uh, if you're who you say you are, prove it. Because uh, one of the things that it would do is, if he proved who he was, it would prove what happened to them. Uh, most of them like to think they were just having a dream. Uh, they had fallen asleep, been knocked out, whatever it was, but they were having a dream. 
maybe a nightmare, maybe just one of those bizarre things after you have a, uh, a hot pepper and anchovy pizza, but it was, uh, you know, this, this certainly isn't happening to me. And uh, so he would do little things. You know, he'd, he'd hold out a deck of cards and say, pick a card or do little things. And then they just said, that's, that's not what we're looking for. He, uh, what can I do? What can I do? Finally, he says, all right. And he goes behind his desk and raises his arm. And it's like the transfiguration taking place again. Um, uh, religious music starts, the lighting changes. An image of clouds and angels appears behind him. And he appears no longer in his attendant suit, but robe, wounds in his hands and feet. Uh, and we see it was indeed the Lord. Today we have the Pharisees and scribes asking for a sign, like the people in the bathhouse. Show us a sign. Um, you know? Turn these loaves and fishes into a meal for 5,000. Turn this water into wine. Make the deaf hear, the blind see. Let the lame walk. They wanted to see something happen. And yet, right in front of them was the greatest sign there could ever be. Uh, a few months ago, we had the, the beautiful story of Elijah uh, waiting to hear from God, hiding out in the cave on the top of the mountain. And a storm comes, but God was not in the storm. An earthquake comes, but God was not in the earthquake. All these terrible, wondrous signs occur, but God was not there. And then in the quiet, he hears uh, the, the translation I love is the noiseless sound. And God was in the noiseless sound. The scribes and Pharisees hadn't been so eager to see a sign, to hear a sign. If they had quieted and waited for God, they could have heard him. They would have seen who was standing before him. And that's the challenge for us. Not to go looking in so many places for signs, to recognize the ones we already have. God loves coming to us. He loves reaching out to us. But he does it in the quiet, the quiet of our hearts, the quiet of our soul. He requires us to be listening for him, not to be trying to pick and choose among all the things happening around us. Far greater than the sign of Jonah, far greater than the Queen of Sheba. God will come to us if only we wait and listen. Let's gather our prayers and bring them before our Heavenly Father. Begin with a prayer for peace in our world. Ask that God send the spirit of peace to the minds and hearts of all men and women. For this we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer.
We pray for the church. Ask that God continue to bless us with voices like Jonah's. Voices that can be heard by us. The voice of God himself. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation. Ask that God watch over and protect it. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our parish community, for all those members of it. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for healing. In a very special way, we pray for Father Norm Dixon and Father Mark Andrews, Father Jim Gardner and Connor Regan, Peggy Dion and Madeline Saletti, James Klebon and Raymond Redlin-Schaefer, Jack Mindy, Louis Palladino, Casey Connor, Ari Hope Klaus, Steve Bullock, Dr. Christopher Chenard, Jerry and Karen Buell, Richard Lyman and Peter Danucci, for Bella and Helen and Michael and John. God's healing grace of the Holy Spirit, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the deceased of our parish, especially for members of the Kalchik family. God welcome them. Uh, to paradise and God bring comfort to all of those uh, who mourn their passing. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the intentions you hold in the silence of your heart, for those in our parish book of, of intentions, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we come before you bringing you our hopes and desires knowing that as a loving father, you will take care of everything your sons and daughters truly need. And so we turn to you now with these prayers to your son, Jesus Christ, our brother and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread and wine we offer you. They are the fruits of the earth, the work of human hands. They will become for us our spiritual food and drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at my hand for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Sanctify our offerings by your blessing, O Lord, we pray. And with your grace, may we be set afire with that flame of your love, through which St. Apollinaris overcame every bodily torment. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. 
Lord, Holy Father, mighty and eternal God, for you are glorified when your martyrs and saints are praised. Their very sufferings are but wonders of your might. In your mercy, you give ardor to their faith. To their endurance, you grant firm resolve. In their struggle, the victory is yours. Therefore, all the creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration. And we with the host of angels and St. Apollinaris cry out without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy therefore these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. Once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that the taking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spreads throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Stephen, our Walter, our apostolic administrator, and all the clergy. Remember your servants from the Kalchik family, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that they who were united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, your blessed apostles, Wenceslaus, Apollinaris, and your martyrs, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Savior is commanded for by divine teaching. Let's pray together the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
and the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said your apostles, peace I leave you, peace, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always and with your spirit. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, the only who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life. Amen. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it in eternity, says the Lord. Let us pray. May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made your blessed martyr Apollinaris faithful in your service and victorious in suffering. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Father. Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. This Mass is ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks be to God.